Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the front office wealth management studio in Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East. Season number four, show number 37, recorded Monday, October 16th, 2023. I am David Leip. Big show tonight. We're going to start off with the Integrity Spine and Joint Center Team of the Month. We're going to talk to the Roxana Shells assistant coach, Jeff Ogle, and he's brought with him Mr. Everything on the gridiron for the Shells, Andrew Ellis. Guest number two is the charitable champion for this month, Jacob Kolber of Metro East Lutheran High School. And guest number three, we're going to talk junior college baseball with coach Dave Garsha from SWIC. Thanks to partners Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge Jeep and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquee, the Blasting Game Group, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. And before we start, though, three things you can do to help. Number one, subscribe to this podcast. It's free and you love it. Number two, follow us in all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, the Gram. And number three, if you have a story idea, email me, please, at mespdave at gmail.com. And remember, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school football team like the Shells, you name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to mespdave at gmail.com. Please put team of the month in the subject line and speaking of teams of the month welcome to the show coach jeff ogle thank you appreciate it and you brought with you your star running back wide receiver cornerback andrew ellis welcome to the show andrew thank you coach let's start with you shells are hot eight and oh five and oh in the conference you see this coming uh you know it, it, it's easy to say yeah we saw it coming but uh, we got a great group of kids, and most of these kids have, have started uh, since they were sophomores. So uh, they put in a lot of work in the offseason. They, they've committed to the program. Um, and early on, we put goals up, and we asked them, what do you want to do? What, what, what do you want out of this season? And it was a conference championship. It was undefeated. It was a state championship. And I think all the coaches kind of stepped back a little bit and were like, okay, we got something here. Felt like the kids, the goals came from the kids. Yeah, yeah, 100% bought in and, and just ready to take it on. Two out of the three checked off. Uh, we got one more one more thing in front of us Friday night, and that'll be the undefeated season. But uh, uh, after that, then it's on to the playoffs, and we'll see where it goes. You guys run single wing? Uh, double wing. Double We're, wing. We, we mix it up a little bit, but yeah. Single wing, double wing. Mm-hmm. You're running the ball a ton, playing shell football. Yep exactly like coach DeVries wants you to play and the boys are executing it exactly like you want them to do it. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, you know, it's, it's hard to stop us right now. We've got three excellent backs, uh, that, that you can't game plan for all three of them. It's, it's very hard. So when you have that kind of backfield, man, it makes a run team, uh, just (laughs) makes us hard to, hard to beat. Yep. Triple headed attack. Okay. And let's talk to one of those, uh, attackers, welcome to the show, Andrew. Good to see you. Good to see you. Fifty-one carries for seven hundred and fifty-three yards. 
almost 900 all-purpose yards. You're averaging 100 all-purpose yards a game. And you're playing cornerback. Are you tired at the end of the game? Yeah. yeah. Congrats on a great season. Are you having fun? Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun out there. What do you love about football? Uh, Just the environments of all the games. Everybody that comes out and supports us and competing with the teammates. Okay, now I forgot. I looked up your sophomore year, and you played some, but you didn't start. Or did you start as a sophomore? You Is this one of the sophomores that started last year? Yeah, actually, he started as a freshman a little bit, too. Okay. Are you playing any other sports at Roxana? Uh, I do track. Okay. Is this year different? Does this year feel different for you on the field than it has in previous years? Yeah, I, f- I feel a lot more mature. I know what I'm doing more than I have the other years. I feel more in control. Okay. Describe his game, Coach. Uh, you know, he's he's somebody, we were just talking about this on the way up here. He's very smart. He picks up things um, each week when we game plan for a, a particular opponent. Uh, he's he's one that's right there and can answer questions. And, you know, we talked about reading routes and being able to read routes and uh, from the DB side. And then from the offensive side, man, you get him in space. He's just, he's explosive. Hard to bring down. Okay, so you're, no, you're mostly doing your damage as a running back. Are you an inside-the-tackles kind of guy? Do you like to get outside? Describe your style as a running back. Uh, it's mostly jet outside runs, and it can get like a few plays that go in between tackles, but not much. And how much do you like playing defense, or do you prefer playing offense, or are you just a football guy you just want to be on the field? Uh, I just like being on the field, playing, whenever, playing wherever I get put. Okay, Coach. Uh, Jeff Ogle, tell me what your responsibility is. What Are you organizing the offense, the defense? What do you do? So I do a little bit on the offense just with the running backs and, and prepping them. Um, on the defensive side, I work with the inside linebackers, and then I'm special teams coordinator. And how would you describe the overall vibe of this team right now? Everybody's feeling great, right? Having fun. I mean, it's it is. I mean, winning it's been, is fun. It's been something so, like, just this season's been so fun to be a part of. Early on, you could tell it was just different. The practice had a different vibe early, early when we first started. Um, and just as we progress through the season, everywhere you go, people are talking about it. It's been so positive for our athletes, the program, our district as a whole. I mean, it's just right now Roxanna's buzzing. It, it's an exciting time. And my personal feeling is that you guys are going to set the tone for the shells for the whole year. Football program will, and the, and the basketball guys will feed off it, and the and the basketball girls will feed off it, and you'll create some synergy, and I, I think I think that'll be good for you. And it goes well with your new student center, too. I think it's cool, your fitness center. Oh, yeah, it's unbelievable what they've done, and, and our uh, administration, how they've they've got behind that, and our athletic director, they, they put a lot of work into that. Um, man, it's just it's unbelievable when you walk in there every day. And our strength and conditioning guy and what he's got these guys doing every day, it's just it's top-notch. I think uh, along with Roxana, you got to put Mascuda. Frank Campbell's doing a great job there, yes. I hear about. And I think that those two guys are working together on, on designing your strength pro- program. Do you feel like you've gotten stronger in your, in your two years at Roxana, Andrew? Oh, yeah, 100%. Has it made a difference in your game? Yes, a lot. We talk about academics with Andrew. What's your favorite subject at school, Andrew? Um, math. Yeah. So tomorrow, what's, who's, what's your math teacher's name? Mr. Nuttlemeyer. Okay. So tomorrow you can tell Mr. Nuttlemeyer 
Nedemeyer. Nedemeyer? Yeah. You can tell Mr. Nedemeyer you talked about uh, math class on the Metro Esports podcast. That's got to be worth something, don't you think, Jeff? Well, absolutely. I was hoping he was going to say construction because that's what I teach, but we'll take math. That's good, too. That's a good topic to teach. Oh, good, yeah. yeah. Good, good for you. Okay. What's it going to take for this team to accomplish goal number three? I know you don't want to look past your your last regular season game, but I know that you have lofty lofty expectations. And right now you're currently ranked fourth in the state. Yeah, I think that's the last projection I saw. Okay, what's it going to take for you guys to go all the way? Um, I think you know every week we talk about being locked in and and doing the little things every day, doing the little things right. And just every rep getting better, whether you get two reps or you get 20 reps, make those reps count. And I think that's what it's going to take. It's, it's week in, week out, doing the little things right, committing to getting on, watching film, studying notes that the coaches put out and everything else that, that goes along with it. I've always kind of wanted to be a special teams coach. I feel like I would come up with some really cool fake punts and stuff like that. Do you, do you take pride in, in trickery? On the special teams, do you have some good ones? Yeah, 100%. We actually, tonight, uh, kind of in our walkthrough, we put some things in, prepping for, in case we need them, you know, down the road, um, some some things that people won't see that to catch people off guard. And, and I think this year I've really kind of have embraced it a little bit, and, and I look at it every week that that special teams coach on the other side isn't going to beat me. You know, that's that's what I look at. You guys, you know, first week – 27-0 versus Jersey. Second week, 42-7. Third week, 49-6. Uh, next, 37-0, 57. I mean, like, you really haven't had a close game yet. Mm-hmm. Does that concern you? Uh, you know, I, I think so. Uh, you know, you get in the playoffs, and we talked a little bit about this at practice tonight. Um, even a 5-4 and four team in the playoffs is going to be different, you know. And uh, so as far as the the scores and what we've been able to do, um, I think we played some good games in there. We played some tough teams, and we've still been able to put the points up. Our offense is doing a fantastic job. Um, our defense is limiting, uh, you know, how how many points were were being scored on a game, and just things are clicking. So it, it's a little concerning, but I, I, not to be too overconfident. But man, it's we're tough to stop. It is what it is. And so th- you think the key is the fact that these kids have been starting for the last. For, so this group of seniors, with the exception of Andrew, who's obviously a junior. But these kids have been starting for three years, and they just kind of paid their dues and worked their way up? Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Um, it's Coach DeVries and the program he runs. It's always so positive. And, and just the coaching staff that we have right now, the communication's good. Our strength and conditioning guy is just he, – he's phenomenal too. Just every, everything about it and the support we have from our district right now, it's just everything's come together. More meat in the seats? Yes, yes. For sure. A, a visible difference, like a, a palpable vocal difference at games? Oh, yeah. You know, the funny thing is, is once you put that headset on, you really don't hear what's going on behind you. But my, my, my wife sits in the stands and she's always telling me, you won't believe this. You won't. How many people were there and the noise? And I really don't hear it, honestly. How long have you been coaching there? This is my eighth year. Andrew, how old were you when you started playing football? Fifth grade. Okay, so you've been playing for a while. While yeah. have you always lived in the Roxana community? Yeah. So it's been your dream to play to play football for the Shells. Yeah. What's it like for you to be living your dream playing football for Roxana High School? Uh, it's pretty cool. Sometimes me and my friends sit back and think we used to look up to kids like us, and we get to be those kids people look up to. Are little kids coming to the game asking you for your autograph and stuff like that? <laughs> 
Oh, a few have. 13 touchdowns. Do you have a celebration? Uh, Could I show you a few that I've been working on myself? I've never scored a touchdown, but I got a couple that, I could, that I've been working on in the living room. Yeah. What do you do when you score? You toss the ball to the ref? Uh, I usually try to. Sometimes I get in the get in the moment. A little bit. No, no elaborate celebrations, though, Coach. We discourage that in Roxana. Uh, you know, they started off the season, and and there was a little bit of celebration there, and and the flag started coming, and we were like, hey, I think we oh, need yeah. to we need to kind of rein this in a little bit. This isn't what good championship teams do. Um, but it, you know, it, it's a part of the game. How do you how do you not let them celebrate yeah. and and their success? And so it, it it's a it's a double edged thing. But uh, we've kind of reined it in a little bit. You got to be exuberant. You got to be pumped up. You scored a touchdown. Everybody's going to give you the spike. Everybody's going to be happy for you. But you scored 13 times already. You I mean you've been there? <laughs> you've been there a lot. Yeah. Right. All right, out of boy. Well, keep up the good work, Andrew Ellis, coach. I'll be rooting for the shells this year, man. Good luck to you. You guys have uh, you've you've started a great thing this year, and I know you're locked in, and, and it's tough to you know it's tough because you're not done yet. And I know you got work to do, but I'll talk to you at the end when this thing is all over, okay? We appreciate you having us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Andrew. Thank, Thank you. you. Jacob Kober, the latest charitable champion in the studio next. But first, thanks to partner Cassens Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Cassens Inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at Cassens.com. Cassens has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I purchased four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car or a truck or a minivan anyplace else. With over 90 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. And Jacob is a golfer. And speaking of golf, located northeast of Edwardsville, Oakbrook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility. And their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oakbrook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I can attest. Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tee time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. What do you think, Chad? Am I getting better at this? I you are. I couldn't have gotten any cow. worse. You're in your element. I love it. Woo. It's fantastic. I don't know, man. Good to see you, Mr. Chad. Always great to be seen. Good to see you, sir. Good to have you here in the studio again presenting the latest charitable champion. And what is the charitable champion? Yeah, it's, a, it's an opportunity to recognize a local student athlete who's just doing a great job, not only on the court or the field, but also in the classroom and also in the community giving back. And we're excited to have September's charitable champion, Jacob, here with us tonight. And to be the charitable champion, you have to be nominated by somebody, and you have to be doing a great job in the classroom, in the community, and on the sports field. And the best part is what you said, 500 bucks to the charity of the charitable champion's choice. 
Absolutely. You know, these kids work so hard throughout the year. We just wanted to give them an opportunity to start thinking philanthropy and giving back from a monetary perspective. And these kids don't have the money to do that. So we wanted to provide an opportunity, give them $500. We're going to make a donation in their honor. Are you sure they don't have the money? Let's ask Jacob. (laughs) Maybe he does. I don't know. Do you have 500? (laughs) Jacob, welcome to the show. Thank you. How's Metro East Lutheran High School treating you these days? Uh, it's it's a great place to be in, good environment, uh, great teachers that, you know, just single you out, uh, want the best for you. So, yeah. And you are working hard, man. You're, you're a great student. You're playing basketball. You're playing baseball. And this fall, you played golf, and you had a great year there at Metro East Lutheran in golf. Yeah, we did. Um, uh, lost, lost in sectionals, but it's okay. We had a good run, had a good time, and... Uh, you know, just made those memories. Conference champions. Yeah, and uh, we got the regional win too. So good for you. We can ask regional for. champions. Also, and uh, speaking of the Surrey's, you got the Surrey boys up there at the top of the lineup there for Metro East, Metro East Lutheran High School, and a couple of great guys up at the top at number one. And you told me you played number four this year. Yeah, that's right. Were you able to learn anything from those kids? Uh, yeah, I learned a lot uh, from him and uh, Mike Surrey and. Also, uh, Mike's dad, Larry, and yeah, just just totally changed my golf game and helped me out a lot. The Surrey families are top notch. First family of, of golf in the six one eight, as far as as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Okay. So, who nominated Jacob Cober for the charitable charitable champion award? Uh, Jacob's uh, golf coach, his baseball coach, and his social uh, social studies teacher, Mr. Chase Langendorf. Okay, and what did Mr. Langendorf say about Jacob? Yeah, uh, first of all, he said he's one of the hardest working students. That's a great that's a great first line right there. You there. Go. Hardest working students and athletes that he knows. He always has a positive attitude, which I love, and he's always wanting to learn and compete against the best. Is that true? Oh uh, yeah, I try. I try to keep my head up. Yeah. Where does the work ethic come from? Who's who taught you how to work hard? Um, I would say it mostly came from my dad. He was very competitive. He played uh, football, was his big thing. At He also went to Metro East. Awesome. Okay. And very we, cool. And what is Mr. Langendorf teaching, teaching you these days, Jacob? You're in his class now? Yeah, I'm taking civics class from him. Is he a good teacher? Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. Are you making a C in that class? Uh, it's actually my worst class right now. Jacob, I know you're making an A in this class. You're the charitable champion. I know you're making Um, an A in this class. Well, I I actually missed it a lot because my eighth hour class and I've been gone for, uh, golf. uh, golf, Yeah. So I think I'm sitting like an 87 right now, but wow. Hopefully bring hardest working kid ever. 87. Come on, Jake. I know you're going to, I know you're going to, you'll get an A. You'll end up bringing it up. I know you're going to make an A in uh, Mr. Langendorf's class for sure. Yeah, hopefully. All right, looking forward to uh, basketball this year too, huh? Yeah, um, great coach, Coach Smith. Um, just really uh, loves loves the game, loves his players. Uh, looking forward to play for him again. And then no rest, you go right into baseball. Yeah, um, looking forward to uh, Coach Harmon. Shout out Coach Harmon. Uh, great addition to Metro East baseball, and also uh, Mr. Langendorf too. Um, just. That's I'm really looking forward to baseball this year. I think we'll be pretty good. You spend a lot of time with Mr. Langendorf in yeah. the classroom and in sports, right? Yeah. What's he taught you? Uh, he taught me a lot about uh, keeping like a Christian attitude and um, honestly just staying positive. Very good. That's huge. What else do we have here 
for, for the charitable champion? Uh, yeah, it talks about your drive to learn. You're always engaged in discussions, which is huge, right, as a coach. I as mean, a, As a teacher, as you a te- love that. Yeah. I mean, a kid sitting there like, oh, I'm actually, I'm here, I'm wanting to learn, which is awesome. Do you have your phone out during class? Uh, at Metro, you're not allowed to have your phone with you, so it's not really an option. That is fantastic. So, parents, if you're listening right now, tell your kid to put his or her phone away during class. It works for Jacob. He doesn't have his phone out, and it's helping him in class. Attaboy, Jacob. Keep it up. Thank you. Heck, yeah. Also, uh, he talked about the constructive criticism that you're able to provide to your teammates. So you obviously must be taking that leadership role and uh, doing a great job. Yeah, I I try to talk to my teammates, uh, not not be like just a jerk to them, but like just talk to them, uh, keep them positive. Yeah, there's a fine line between pushing a teammate who's your peer, you know, and trying to do it in a positive way or a negative way and definitely take that high road and lead lead by example and push them in a positive way. Chad's a Hall of Fame baseball player, so he knows, and a former professional baseball player, so baseball is kind of his thing. Aren't you going to geek out and ask him some baseball questions like uh, what position he plays? For sure. Here we go. Absolutely. Let's talk yeah. baseball now. Yeah, man. Well, what what position? Uh, right now I play shortstop at Metro. Cha-ching, buddy. That's yeah. uh, I lived at shortstop for a long time at Edwardsville High School and SIUE. So, so what advice do you have for uh, Jacob about playing shortstop? You got to get the got to get the tailgate down and get two hands on the ground ball. What else? <laughs> I mean, I, there's nothing better than playing shortstop. You're the you're the leader of the infield. You can really command and be the leader of the whole team. Um, you know, it's up to you to make sure you're keeping an eye on the pitching staff and making sure they're staying positive and yet. Also signaling to your second baseman, third baseman, just taking charge. Open so. mouth, closed mouth for who's gotten the throw. <laughs> do we do that still? Oh, yeah. Well, at least we did. I don't know if that was 25 years ago. <laughs> That's um, good stuff. I'm sure, I'm sure you do. you got to be able to communicate. Yeah. So Everybody's got the wristband, though, with all like these sick signs and stuff. And Yeah, I uh, saw that. Marquette Catholic, uh, they were like yelling out signs, and we're like, "What?" Because it was like to shortstop and second base. It the whole team. No, it was probably. to the. It was actually to the hitters. Like they would step out of the box, and it would take so long. It's like, okay, let's just get the game going. But it's whatever works for your team. Okay, shortstop, love to hit. What's your favorite? Playing in the field or 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 hitting? What's every? Does every baseball player would would they rather hit? I kind of like playing in the field, but I was a terrible hitter. You know, it really just depends on what your strengths are. You know, I mean, I'd much rather like to hit, but, you know, if you said, hey, you're going to go out and practice today, I could take a million ground balls. I just love taking ground balls. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's about getting a big hit too. What do you think? Hitting, playing the field? What do you like, Jacob? Uh, I would say right now, playing the field, it's just, I don't know, it calms me, I guess. Take like Like you said, taking ground balls, I could do that almost all day, but. I would say that I'm better at fielding than I am at hitting, so I guess I would tend towards the fielding side. Any if I if I had to had to pin you down for your favorite sport, basketball, baseball, or golf, could you pick one or is it just whichever one you're playing? Um most of the time it's whatever I'm playing. Right now, I'm in the golf stage. I don't know. Uh Mike Surrey, really. Mike Surrey and the Surrey boys. Really motivated motivated yeah. you, huh? To keep want to work on your uh, golf season. Uh, on your golf game, but basketball is right here, man. You got to start. You got to start thinking about basketball. I mean, ha- practice starts like in two weeks, right? Yeah, we've been uh, doing open gym, so just going around, going in the gym and playing around. So 
Okay. All right. So $500 of Jacob's choice is going to? African Vision of Hope. Yeah. Tell us about that organization. So um, I was in service this year for our interim, which is a week that we don't go to school. We designate a week for something else. And um, I was in the service this year. So we went to African Vision of Hope. They had a great lady there and she was like telling us all about it. It's basically um, helping the people in Africa that may not have all the resources, mainly these schools that they have out there that these uh, kids go to that are maybe not as fortunate or want education that they run out there. And so we help put together backpacks for them. And also I have a connection. My, my theology teacher, her wi- his wife, um, works there. So I thought that would be a good spot to yeah. donate to. Is this, is this a national charity or just a local charity? Cause I've heard of it and I know they do great things and I know they have a division here, but is that the sole division or is it, is it, you know, spread out across the country? I'm not really sure. I just, the I world headquarters know. is in Maryville. Oh, that's what I, okay. I knew there, they had, okay. So that's the, that's the whole, uh, the whole deal. Lots of information awesome. on African vision of hope org. You can see, a, you can read a lot about the, the great things. Their vision for every child and family in Zambia to be released from extreme poverty and have the ability to fulfill the purpose God has for their lives. Love it. So they're yeah. uh, supporting uh, these kids and, and all, the, all the facts. 598 communities served, 725 orphans provided a home, 4,680 children being educated, and 90,566 meals served monthly. I'd say that's a little bit of impact. It's a lot of impact. <laughs> Holy cow. Wow, 90,000 meals a month. So your $500 uh, is being put to a great cause, a uh, great choice for you. And uh, any other positive words there about Jacob that uh, Mr. Langendorf wants to share? Uh, looked like that's it. He said, I'm continuously impressed by his work ethic. So keep working hard, big guy. All right, thank it, you. People, people are noticing it. Appreciate it. boy. The Charitable Champion of the Month, Mr. Jacob Kober of Metro East Lutheran High School. Congratulations and uh, great choice and uh, African Vision of Hope. Uh, keep up the good work. Yeah, thanks for ha- having me on the podcast. Thanks, Dave. Thanks. Okay, I'm so excited to talk Swick Baseball next with head coach Dave Garcia, Brandon Brock, and Grant Richard. But first, if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or the Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquis, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, the chance to serve you. They've got offices in O'Fallon and Edwardsville with more than 165 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 11,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing and they helped us find the perfect home and they can do the same for you. No wonder they've been ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at blastinggamegroup.com. You will not be disappointed. And Andy Callaway of Callaway Home Loans saves me money every month now and he'll save my family's thousands in the the long run. How? He refinanced my existing mortgage. 
and he can do the same for you. Rates are all over the place, but you need to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional FHA and VA loans and ask for the Metro East Sports Podcast special. If you refi with Andy, he will donate $500 to the Metro East High School, Junior High, or College, or Junior College team of your choice. He'll give 500 bucks to Swick Baseball. How's that sound, Coach? I could use that right now. All you got to do is refinance with Andy. Terms and conditions apply, but give him a call today at 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. You could buy a lot of baseballs with 500 bucks, Coach. Not as many as you could about five years ago, but... Yeah. Have, have the price of, of baseballs gone up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's about... It's closer to $80 a dozen now. 80 bucks a dozen? Yeah. Crazy. So in the old days, you kept the foul balls if you were a fan of a Swick baseball game, but these days you throw those throw those babies back. No, we'll chase you into the parking lot for those. <laughs> All right, welcome to the show, Brendan Brock. How's it going? Good to see you. Yeah, good to be here. And, Coach, you also brought Grant Richards. Grant, welcome to the show. Thanks, sir. Who do we start with? Brendan, where are you from? Uh, I'm originally from Belvo. Okay, east, west, all top. Where'd you go to high school? Well, I grew up in Belvo and went to Mascuda. Okay. High school, yeah. What? Yep, backyard kid. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you grew up in Belleville, but close enough to go to Mascuda. So you know Mr. Battis, the athletic director there? Yeah, I'm close with him. He does a good job, huh? Mm-hmm. What position do you play? I'm a catcher and outfielder. Good combination, right? He's a catcher. Good speed for a <laughs> catcher? Uh, very, very good. He he ran uh, one of the top uh, 60 times in all Juco baseball last year. Really? Yeah, he ran a six one eight sixty. Okay. Let's get to you, Grant. Where are you from? I'm from Fenton, Missouri. Fenton, Missouri. Attaboy. Yep. And position? Uh, shortstop and I pitch. Second, third shortstop we've had on the show tonight. We just had Jake McCober, who's a shortstop at Metro East Lutheran. We had Chad Opal, who's a Hall of Fame shortstop, sitting right there a second ago. Shortstop and a pitcher. Okay, good for you. Coach, how long have you been at Swick? Uh, going on year four this year. And Swick traditionally gets a lot of the best baseball talent from the area and you've been able to keep that up with guys like these guys huh yeah we've you know we've tried to recruit locally as as much as we can I mean obviously the metro east has really good high school baseball uh we've got you know quite a few from this side of the river and then we've you know gone into St. Louis and we've gone as far as Chicago we've got guys from Florida we got some international guys so it's it's a it's a good mix how do you get guys to come to Swick from Florida how do you get guys to come play baseball what's your what's your pitch the weather it's the beautiful weather um honestly it's just uh you know baseball networking in baseball is is big and obviously i've just i've I've done it long enough i'm in year 10 at coaching college and i just know people and you know it's it's honestly just through networking and you know you give people an opportunity and the the grac and region 24 is actually really good junior college baseball it's known throughout the entire country so when you give them that opportunity and also, you know, there's a destination, you know, even for an airport, you know, when you tell them, you know, we're close to an airport, we can get guys. So, and obviously the school, you know, years ago had a, a really strong, you know, tradition and we've been able to kind of build that back. So, and you started at uh, JUCO yourself at Lakeland, you said off mic, right? Parkland. 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 Sorry. Yep. Played there. I played there years ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting old, but I played there. Uh, played at Northern Illinois University. I actually played at NIU when uh, Chad Ch- uh, Battis was at, Battis was a football playing player. lacrosse. 
No, he's a football played, player. He played lacrosse too. At Northern. Did he? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he he was at NIU the same time I was, and then after that, you know, I played a little independent ball, but then I started coaching, and you know, started high school, and then actually I started my coaching career back at Parkland College. So I was there for five years, and then I went out to Western Carolina for two years. And just kind of wanted something new. I wanted to be a head coach again, so I got the opportunity to come back here, and that's how I ended up in uh, in, in Belleville. Describe the facilities, the baseball facilities at Swick, because I was just there, and they've got a great indoor facility for training for these guys right there on campus. No, it's great. It it was uh, it was a huge addition, actually. Uh, you know, our uh, our assistant athletic director uh, Jurgen, who you've met. Uh, was instrumental in that. He's been big, and our athletic director, Mike Yanger, who's also a softball coach, has been big on it. And we were able to partner with uh, Andy Millis, who brought in a, a really nice concept, and we had a, a great facility there. So these guys have access to that facility whenever they want, and we've got a big turf area, uh, cages, machines, baseballs. And, you know, obviously, you know, they're at junior college to develop and, and get out. So having that opportunity for them to, to be there and train you know, it kind of speeds up the process a little bit. So the guys love it. They're in there all the time. I'm going to talk to you about, I'm going to get to these guys about why they picked, uh, picked Swick. I want to talk to you about what percentage of your players go on and play uh, at a four-year college after they've started at Swick. But first, fall is here. It's almost winter. It's time to check your heating. Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning is a family-owned and operated HVAC company that strives to provide quality heating and cooling services throughout the Metro East, including Edwardsville, Collinsville, Belleville, Troy, and O'Fallon. A proud train distributor, their technicians install and service all makes and models of equipment. Whether you're looking to maintain, repair, or replace, Viviano has you covered. For service you can trust, don't hesitate to call Viviano today at 618-345-7498 or visit them online at vivianoair.com. It's hard to stop a train. All right, Brendan, let's start with you. Why did you pick Swick? Um, so I know Garsh from catching lessons in high school. So I did I did that and felt the connection right away. And um, I didn't have many offers right out of high school. I didn't really, like, put myself out there that much. But uh, I remember I went to go check out the campus, saw the indoor, and uh, I really liked it. And the fact that Garsh was a catcher and uh, our assistant catching coach is really good, I just thought it was the best option for so me. So you work with this young man when he was in high school and catching? Yeah, was it your junior year? Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, um, my first year, I think, I started working with him when he was at Mascuda and, you know, luckily got him before he blew up his senior year. So, And that was your position as a, as a player as well, too? Yep, yep. What's it mean to you to have a coach who played your specific position? It's awesome because um, in high school, like, we didn't really have a catching coach. So, like, have that, you know, have that catching mind <clears throat> and – Everything like that, it's, it's pretty cool. Describe this kid's style behind the plate. Is he a Benito Santiago kind of <laughs> up high, or is he down there low? Come on. It, it's it's a new generation of type, you know, uh, of catchers that I think you're starting to see. And, you know, it used to be the, the unathletic guys used to squat behind home plate. That's that's why I caught. Um, but, you know, he's probably one of our best athletes, and he's, he's versatile, and he's, he's got a good arm. And, you know, so his style is more, I mean, he's just, he's athletic. You know, he can, you know, he can receive good. Got, we're working on blocking we're, the ball now you know honestly like he would be he would be a lot further along but last year he ran so well he ran himself into the outfield is what I ah. tell him so as soon as he ran that as a freshman everybody was like he's got to go to the outfield and he he was a really good catcher and we had a good catcher last year but it just made more sense for him to train 
as an outfielder. So we're we're bringing him back into the mix, you know, behind the plate. So he's good now. I think in the springtime, you know, with the winter training, it's going to be even better because he really didn't practice with us last year behind the plate. Is he raking behind the, uh, up at the plate? He hits well, but we're working he, on he, it. He runs better. <laughs> he you can't uh, you know speed never goes into a slump, so that's why he, he's had a good fall. That a boy. All right, Grant. Fenton, Missouri. Yep. Did I get that right? Yep. And why did you pick Swick? Uh, it was kind of a runaround story for me. Uh, I was committed to Coastal Carolina for four years before, um, and I got I got hurt senior year and lost my scholarship there. So wow. Yeah. So it was a it was a tough time. Um, I only got recruited by one junior college, and it was actually Parkland, um, and. So I called the guy as soon as I um, found out what was going on with uh, Coastal Carolina, and he sent me over to Garsh. Um, he's a great guy. He's a pitching coach with the Double A Rangers now, um, and so he sent me over to Garsh because he trusts him, and I trusted that guy. And now, I mean, Garsh is awesome. So it was a great decision. What was your injury? If you, you, you want to talk about it or not? Yeah, I hurt my lat uh, really bad, and then uh, my junior year, I tore my UCL, so Tommy John surgery. So it was a rough road recovery, but uh, getting better. How do you so feel? I feel really good right now. I had a, I had a good fall on the mound. Um, I didn't hit great, um, but just working through some kinks and going good. You like pitching or playing shortstop or just whatever to, whatever gets you on the diamond? Uh, yeah, anyway, I can find my way on the field. Uh, it's great to have multiple options. Obviously, I like hitting more than I like pitching, but I'm better at pitching, so my future's going to be there. Right-handed, left-handed? Right-handed. Okay. How many pitches do you throw? Uh, uh, three now. Uh, it used to be two, and I was I was successful with two, but uh, we just added a splitter, so it's looking pretty good. Good addition to the team right here, and Mr. Grant. Yeah, it was Christmas in July last year. Really? <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, you know, um, you know, after I left Parkland, my pitching coach is actually from Edwardsville. Who's that? John Goble. Um, you know, John and I have worked together for years, and he actually took over Parkland and really builds good relationships with with guys and during the recruiting process and you know did that with grant and called me and he says i got a dude for you and uh you know we it what was it It was like a three-day start to finish right yeah yep yeah within three days late july you know i met from you know i, I went from meeting grant to signing grant and uh, he was an everyday third baseman for us last year you know pitched a little bit just because you know we didn't want to rush him back coming off injury so then, you know, we kind of phased him into it, and, you know, he's, you know, a very high ceiling on the mound. But he hit really well for us last year and played a good third base. So, you know, it's it's going to be one of those things kind of like Brendan. He's he's going to help us uh, in two different ways. You know, their versatility and their athleticism is, you know, invaluable. I think it's awesome. I think it's, I think it's a great, great first step for you guys in terms of your education, in terms of your athletics. Uh, I think I, I, I applaud you. And how about a milkshake on the way home? Because you, you get a free milkshake milkshake from Chappies. Edwardsville has a bunch of great restaurants, but at the top of my list is Wang Gang Asian Eats. I've been a huge fan for years. Why? Their contemporary Asian menu is loaded with innovative takes on classic Asian flavors. Tasty appetizers like potstickers, crab rangoon, and delicious entrees like their famous drunken noodle and the dragon poke bowl. Combined with their unique bar menu and world-class service makes Wang Gang a perfect destination for date night, family night, or even Sunday brunch. But if Asian ain't your thing, pop into Chappie's right next door for the best burgers, fried chicken shakes, and the coldest beer on the planet. 
located just west of Edwardsville High School. It's easy to find, and you'll be glad you checked out both places. By the way, all guests who appear on this podcast get a free shake at Chappie's. Grab your shake on the way out of town, guys. You're going to love it. All right, boys, do you have plans for playing baseball once you're done with Swick, or is this it for you? We'll start with you, Brendan. Yeah, I plan on going on a full year. Um, I had a pretty good fall, so I got some good looks going. But uh, <clears throat> I got a couple offers right now. But um, as of right now, I'm not really sure what I want to do. I mean, coming back to Swick still an option for me because I got hurt last year um, early in the spring. So I got that med red and – Gotcha. So you could play one more year at SWIC if you want to, or you could jump to a four-year school the next year. And how do you coach that as, as a coach? Are you like, hey, Brendan, stick around one more year. We'd love to stay. Or are you like, hey, do what's best for you? You know, we, we had this conversation a few days ago, and obviously he's got a lot of good opportunities right now. But, you know, it's because of the fall. And I think he'll have more opportunities after the spring. And he's got all the leverage right now. You know, he had a good fall, and, you know, he really – you know, he got hurt after the first weekend last February. So I uh, had a had an injury that kind of cost him his whole freshman year, but it actually ended up working out bet, better for him in the long run. So he kind of has leverage going into next year to where if he doesn't find exactly what he wants, you know, he gets he gets to come back and do it all over again, which, you know, we would love. But at the same time, and we're not here, you know, to try to hold kids back. We want, you know, what's best for him. And if the right school comes along, they're going to get him for three years but it's got to be right for them and him at the same time. Do you help broker that deal? Do you broker help, it? Yeah. I mean, do you help negotiate? Do you help him see the big picture and understand uh, what's going I, on here? Because I think I think choosing a college is a lot is a little bit like buying a car or a house. It is a little bit. I mean, obviously, I mean, I've, I've been along uh, this road quite a bit, and, you know, I know a lot of the colleges. I know a lot of the coaches. Um, but at the same time, I'm not the one going to class. Right. I'm not the one living away from my family. So I let them make those. Or paying for it. Yeah, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> I'm definitely not paying for it. But, you know, obviously I just kind of give them – I just try to play devil's advocate. You know, I mean, some some coaches would, you know, try they, they try to push guys out after a year. And in the right situation, that works for kids. Some guys hold them for two years. And sometimes that's what kids need. And, you know, Brendan's an interesting situation just because of, of the med red and he's come back and – you know, re, reshaped his body a little bit. He's bigger, stronger. You know, he's still as fast. So he's got all the leverage kind of going into this. So, you know, he's going to get a great opportunity after this year. And if not, I think he's going to get just a great opportunity after next year. And the other thing is, what does the kid want to do long term? You know, do you, you know, because that plays a factor in this too. Are you trying to be a professional baseball player? Or, you know, what do you want to study? What do you see yourself doing professionally? That you have to have that conversation with these kids too, right? Yeah, I always tell them, you know, I've, you know, like I said, this is this will be my tenth recruiting class that I've you know shipped out, and we've had a lot of success placing guys, but you know it's not they're they're such a big part of it because the decision that they're going to make is going to affect the next forty fifty years of their life. It's going to find them you know the degree that they want, maybe the you know the wife that they start the family with. It's going to start them on an internship and all those things. So, and honestly, I think the whole recruiting process has got has kind of come full circle where I think kids are doing their homework now. They're asking a lot more questions than they used to, where it used to just be, you know, the wow factor, the the eyewash factor right away. And these kids now are, are well-educated, and they know what questions to ask, and they don't want to go somewhere to sit. They want to go somewhere they're going to play and get their education. And, you know, that that's one of the big things I feel like a lot of my guys, and they're, they're much better than I was. <laughs> 
I mean, when, when I was there, I was like, I want to go to the highest level possible. And I, you know, I, I did, I was good, but I was far from as good as these guys, but I would have t- taken any major that that school offered. You know, these guys are a little bit more driven as far as like, they want a specific degree and maybe not these guys as much, but for the most part, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But for the most part, I mean, our guys come in and, you know, they know what they want to do for an education. You know, it's not, well, I want to go to this school because this conference or, you know, this school has this brand deal or whatever. I mean, they, they're they asking the questions and they do the research. I'd hate to think somebody was picking a school because of the brand deal, but I guess, you know, it's it's 20, 20, uh, 2023 and you, you never know what makes a kid pick a college. Any idea what you want to study? Uh, no, not really. I want to be a firefighter if baseball don't work out. Okay. But uh, original plans, I mean, I want to get drafted, you know, try to go all the way. But Good my, for da- you. my dad's a firefighter in Belleville. And uh, you don't really need a degree for that. So right now I'm just getting my general educations. But if you get one, does it help you as a firefighter if you get a degree? Yeah, you get paid more. Well, there you go, man. Yeah. Get that get that degree. Get that money. Okay, uh, what about you, Grant? Any plans for, uh, you know, obviously you want to keep playing, right? Right, yeah. Um, this fall I committed to SIU Carbondale. Um, so I'm going to go there and I'm going to pitch. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's So just, you're going to play this spring at SWIC? Right. Okay, and you then are, you are right. Yes. All right, good. And right. then, it's and then true. next fall you're going to be at Swick. So this is the next fall I'll be at Carbondale. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, at Carbondale. Next fall you'll be at Carbondale. Yes, sir. Very good. Okay, why'd you pick Carbondale? Um, you knew this, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. I was yeah. Just, yeah. The coaches um, are great people. Um, super great. Their pitching coach, especially. Uh, I met him and I instantly had a connection with him. Uh, Austin Trivi, he's a great guy. Um, they gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. Um, it was hey, an offer like an offer you can't refuse like that, or or just a great offer. It, it was both. Yeah, it was okay. an offer he couldn't refuse. Okay. Um, and it just, I feel like they're very. It's a very fitting place for me. Um, they recruit a lot of junior college baseball players, and um. My attitude, uh, coach can attest to this, is definitely a Juco baseball player. Uh, kind of don't play dirty, but uh, play super rough. Play hard. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, dirt bag kind of guy. but um, just And I'm loud, and I like to have fun. And, uh, you know, some of these four years are not super big on, on all that, but uh, we love it at junior college. So Awesome. And uh, any ideas what you want to study at Carbondale? I study business. Good for you. Okay, and have they told you how they want to use you at at Carbondale pitcher or right side of the infield? Yeah, I'll be a pitcher. Um, don't obviously have like a role. You got to go there and you got to earn it. And um, your numbers from the spring obviously help determine that. But um, yeah, I'll just be a pitcher though. When you have pitcher, when you have kids that are that are pitchers, are they? I mean, POs like you have pitcher only. Obviously, some guys are just pitcher only, but reliever do you have long relievers starters does everybody just pitch you know yeah I mean everybody kind of fits into a certain role I mean Grant was more of just like a reliever last year because the wear and tear that was on his arm from being a position player coming off injury we had to watch it we weren't going to go out there and you know ask him to throw 90 to 100 pitches every six seven days you know he's built up his stamina you know his arm seems to be responding well so obviously we're just going to face him in and just try to stretch him out a little bit and I would say early on, it'd probably be more like a piggyback start to where, like, maybe he starts, but we have another starter built in right behind him. 
And then obviously as he gets more conditioned and obviously the weather gets warmer too, we're going to stretch him out a little bit more. What percentage of your kids go on and play at a, th- at a three, four-year college after SWIC? I would say almost all. Really? <laughs> yeah, we, we do a good job of placing our guys. We had uh, nine Division One signs last year. Um, we actually could add up to 13. Our guys who, you know, chose the Division Two level chose it over some Division One offers, you know, and there's phenomenal Division Two baseball out there. So, like I said, it's just it's all about the right fit, financial, educational, regional, conference, everything. There's there's so many factors that put into it. But, you know, we had a good class last year. We had a very special class that, um, you know, really got what they deserved. You know, a lot of them had very good opportunities and, you know, are, are where they should be right now. What's the key? to getting kids to come to SWIC, getting out there and making the contacts like you said? You know, it's a culmination of things. Obviously, you know, we're here to give kids opportunities, but we try to recruit kids from winning programs, kids that are driven, you know, kids that are driven in the classroom too. You know, my, my job is not to hold your hand and get you to go to class. My, my you know, job is to teach them how to play a faster level of baseball and get bigger, stronger, and understand the mental part of it and, there's times, you know, <laughs> they, they hear my voice pretty loud and I get on them, but, you know, we, we push guys and, you know, Brendan's shaking his head because he knows exactly what I'm talking about. But we coach them hard because, you know, we want them to be successful. And, you know, being able to be mentally tough enough to take that and, and not take it personally, under, make, make sure that they understand that it's really just pushing them to success. It's not to push them down or anything like that. So really just try to be a mentally tough kid and, you know, understand the, the value of junior college baseball. It's a launching pad in, into your career. It's not a stepping stone. Biggest rival, Lewis and Clark? <laughs> no. Zipman? <laughs> Cody? No, I would say our biggest rivalry. I mean, obviously we're, you know, uh, anybody, honestly, any team in our region. It's it's a tough region, but, you know, our eyes are on, you know, Wabash has won it quite a bit, and Johnny Logan has won it quite a bit, but the entire region's good. So every weekend is you know, it, it's it's tough competition. How many games do you play in the fall? These guys are talking about having a good fall because baseball is a spring sport. Yeah. College, high school, pro. We play, we play about 25 in the fall. Wow. Yeah, How many bet. games will you play in the spring? 56 plus tournament. Okay, so it's twi- literally twice. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. So, I mean, it's a gauntlet. I mean, these guys, they've been through it. You know, uh, you know Grant played it. Brent, you know, Brendan saw it all last year, so I think he's a little bit more, you know, being a freshman, I think he's a little bit more ready than most other freshmen because he saw, you know, what it's like playing in Belleville in February, you know, and playing these, you know, we're going to see guys oh. throwing 90 to 94 miles an hour and you can barely feel your hands. It's it's not for the weak. I would not want to get sawed off with a 98-mile-an-hour <laughs> fastball in in February. Man. Yeah, it's – I wouldn't want to get soft with a 70 mile an hour fastball. Yeah, me anyway. neither. But that's why I became a tennis player. So, do you guys take a spring break trip or anything? No, we do weekend trips. I mean, we head down to Tennessee this year. We we're going to Mississippi. I mean, you know, the days of, uh, you know, when I played, you know, everybody used to go down to Florida for a week. And the cost, you know, has just gone through the roof over the last 10 years. But more importantly, we try to set up, you know, our season uh, for weekend series because that's what you know, our conferences, and obviously that's what they got to get ready for at the Division One level. You know, you don't get to go on a 10-day a excursion on a beach and just play anybody <laughs> for 10 days. That, just, that doesn't get you ready anymore. All right. Guys, you said you picked Swick in, in part because what a great guy Garsh is, Coach Dave Garsha. What do you mean great guy? What's so great about this guy? 
Uh, his baseball I can, mind. I can leave the room. If you want. <laughs> he's got a great baseball mind. I mean, he's been at the D1 level, been at the JUCO level. And um, I feel like the assistant coaches help too. I mean, we all got great coaches. I mean, we got – Shout out to those guys. Who are they? Man, I got I got a great staff. I got a big staff. I'm I'm very fortunate. Um, you know, my my two assistants have been with me since day one. It's Adam Donahue. Uh Donnie was a second round draft pick as a catcher. Uh, played. What do you play? 20, Four, he's twenty seasons. He, yeah, pro he's, ball. he's still in pro ball. But I mean, he made it up to AAA. I mean, he's you know just a a, a salty veteran in every sense of the word. You know, but the experience in the baseball. You play in that Montclair League. <laughs> no, he doesn't play anymore. He coaches uh, in the American Association. Okay. Uh, Jacob Claspo is my pitching coach. Has been with me since day one. Um, I've got um, Jeff Wetzler, who was who actually was my shortstop one of my first years at coaching college ball, and like he's he's coached at other colleges. He's coached at post grad. He was the O'Fallon Hoots manager this summer. Does our strength and conditioning. Phenomenal coach. Uh, Casey Fair, who's a Collinsville um, Collinsville guy, um, helps out our pitchers. And then Trevor Minder. Uh, Trevor also played for me at Parkland and played at Tulane. You know, he's helping us out. And uh, Kevin Mundelein, who's a, a local guy, did, you know, some Legion ball and just old old veteran. Uh, How many coaches baseball. am I? This is like six coaches. Is that what I have? That's a big yeah. staff. I, I'm lucky, man. I, I, I'm very, very lucky, and I don't know if it's – I, I, I feel like I'm not pushing anybody away because the staff just keeps getting bigger, and I, I've had guys stick around, so I must not be that horrible to work with. But, you know, obviously they're not there, they're not getting rich at all, you know, from doing this. They're doing it to, to better these guys' careers, and, you know, they keep coming back. And, and they love the game. Yeah, and it's, it's a big commitment. I mean, obviously you're looking at two months of games in the fall – Plus off-season training, six weeks of practice in January and February in the 56 games. I mean, it's – you don't have much time to chill. I mean, it's it's a grind. It's recruiting. It's scouting. It's travel. It's meals. It's – and the last <laughs> – the easiest thing we do is play games. All the hard part is is all the other stuff. So, I'm I'm very lucky. I got great staff. And I know a lot of people at, uh, at the junior college level will, will wear many hats. Mm-hmm. Do you have other job responsibilities in addition to being the head baseball coach, or are you just, air quotes, just uh, the baseball I'm coach? The assist, I'm the assistant athletic director under Michael Gaynor. Michael Gaynor is our athletic director. Our assistant AD is – our other assistant AD who's in charge of facilities is uh, uh, Jurgen Hutner, And then I oversee fundraising and uh, our weight room. So we all have different responsibilities. So, yeah, we – and honestly, that's why it's – you know, it's great having a big staff because I can delegate and still do my regular job. How's the weight room? It's there. <laughs> How's it's, fundraising? We, we use it. We use the weight room in every sense of it, so it, it serves its purpose. Uh, fundraising, we just had a big uh, golf outing last week. I think we uh, Grant's dad and, and Bren's dad actually both golfed in it, mm-hmm. and we, we did very well in it. And, you know, every, every year, you know, we're, we're generating funds for the school. It's important. Yeah, I mean the school has stepped up. You know, from from day one that I've been there, I can't I, I can't say the school hasn't supported me. The school supported baseball, and they've you know they've they've put um, facilities and they've 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 added support with giving my assistant coaches opportunities on, on campus. So, you know, the school has really supported our program. So, you know, we have to return the favor. 
Shout out to Becky Kane because they've added men's and women's tennis yep. at SWIC. Yep. So shout out to her and shout out to Lindsay Eversmeyer, who does a great job coaching the men's soccer team there at SWIC as well. Yeah, she's having a great year. She's off to a good start and, you know, has, has kind of revitalized that program as well. So both of our soccer programs are off and running, doing a great job. Our volleyball team, uh, they, they won conference last year, uh, you know, they're competing. I think they start in playoffs here uh, in the next week or two. So, um, yeah, it's um, it's it, we uh, as an overall program, our athletic department, you know, we're, we're very strong. Every single program is competitive, and we're starting to add new programs. We're adding golf, esports, and obviously tennis. You know, these things are, are just building up, and you know the bar is going to be raised by these other programs. Good for you. Last last thing, and then I'm going to let you go. Mom, dad is listening to this podcast. We'll get a couple hundred downloads at least of, of parents and kids in the Metro East that are thinking about picking a school for next year. Why Swick? You just said a lot of good things about the school. What else would you add to that? Why should these parents take Swick seriously as a choice for their kids who are graduating in 2024? Just in general or for baseball? In general. In general. I mean, obviously the education is great. Uh, it's a two-year program that gets you in, gets you out. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities for different programs. There's different certificates. Um, you get an opportunity to go to school 15 minutes from one of the biggest cities in, in the country. Um, you know, so these guys get, you know, they're, they're not sheltered. I mean, they, they, live, they live the life. It's not a college town, but it gets them set up and prepares them for success at the next level, and really that's what junior college is for, no matter if you're talking about sports education the classrooms are are small you know there's there's a good student to teacher ratio our success center is a cut above everything else our success center i will say this and this is just the salty old baseball coach our success center is phenomenal um and what is that is that a, is that an academic <clears throat> support center yeah it's it's basically our tutoring center and like i said i've worked at two other colleges and nothing has compared to the success center it's, it's phenomenal the school's done a good job of supporting that and the tutors and the help that you can get. Um, and even like virtually, you know, you can, uh, you can call in if you have class online you don't even have to go face to face, but having it on campus is, is great for, for any student, especially I'm, student athletes. I'm sold. What do you think? I love it. I mean, it's great a experience. Great, great experience. Oh yeah. That, uh, that success center is the reason why I passed last semester. <laughs> Let's not go crazy. He right? didn't just pass. He, he got his grades up. He was a, 3.0 last fall. Attaboy. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Good luck with the Salukis next year. Good luck with your choice wherever you wind up next fall if you're back at Swick. And good luck this, this spring with your season. Coach and guys, I appreciate you making the trip. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to the show. And a huge thanks to guests, Coach Jeff Ogle and Andrew Ellis from Roxana Football, Jacob Kober the from Metro East Lutheran High School, the charitable champion for this month, and Coach Dave Garcia, Brandon Brock, Brandon Brock, Grant Richards. For partners, Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquis, the Blasting Game Group, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oakbrook Golf Club, Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. And for associate producer Keaton Anderson, thank you all for listening to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East. Metro East.